Good evening, so let's begin where we are holding at the end of Sharaknia. This is the sixth benefit that a person could gain from having humility, and this is the third in terms of his access to Olam Abba. Wonderful. That the actions of somebody who is humble is more receptive, is more pleasing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a big Kiddush here. That means you can have two people who do the same mitzvah. But one person is on the road to Gaiva, and the other one is on the road to humility. The humble person, his mitzvah, can be the identical mitzvah that someone else is doing. But the humble person, his mitzvah that he performs is more pleasing and more accepting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where does the Chavos of us get this from? Kamei Shaman, like the Pesach says in Tehillim, Zivchei Elokim Ruach Nishbara. The Zivchei Elokim, not only one Zevach, not one Karbon, but Zivchei Elokim, a, a conglomeration of Karbonis to Hashem, is what? Is Ruach Nishbara. A broken spirit. And often we say that someone who's downtrodden, someone who's down, doesn't have to be that way, says Chavos of us. Can be someone who is confident, he is happy, he's on his mission doing what he has to, but at the same time he realizes, do I get credit for what I'm doing, what I have? It's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's what humility is. And he's happy, he's able to fulfill Hashem's will, he's happy with all the kachas Hashem gives him, but he doesn't take credit, he doesn't have pride because of it, he doesn't steal the credit from Hashem and give it to himself. That person, when he does a mitzvah, comes with a, a spirit of lowliness to Hashem, and that's considered Hashem says, oh, when you give something to me, it's like you're giving me a whole lot of karbonis. Secondly, also a big chiddush. You have two people who are doing tshuva. One person who does tshuva is also a humble person. His tshuva is more readily accepted. His tshuva wipes away the sin even quicker than the other person. His sin is wiped out and forgiven quickly. Obviously with tshuva, you have to do tshuva. But with tshuva, he has an easier time getting his sin forgiven. One who admits that he's done wrong, he confesses. And he gives up the sin, he does tshuva. Yerucham, Hashem for such a person has pity. Hashem takes pity on him and will wipe out the sin. You lower yourself. And then Hashem will lift you up. Like we have the, the Pasuk says, Hashem lowers down those who are arrogant, but you make yourself low, Hashem will lift you up. So it's a little bit of a catch-22. On the one hand, you're trying to stay low. You're trying to stay out of the limelight. You're trying to be humble. But then Pasek says, oh, if you're humble, Hashem will then make you great. Hashem will elevate you. But if you try to do it on your own, you try to be the big shot. You try to boast yourself, Hashem will squash you. Mashbil the gay. So this is the, the sixth and final benefit of having humility. First of all, the mitzvahs that a person does are more readily accepted. Secondly, when a person does tshuva, 
that tshuva is more accepted, more easily forgiven by HaKadosh Baruch so these ten roots of Kenia, it means the ten chapters that we just had, these ten chapters of Kenia, my brother, they should be clear to you. And through them, you'll get a better picture and a clearer picture of of this great and lofty and exalted Mida. In other words, like we said, Anova at the beginning of this parak has to come first. You have to have a basic understanding of humility, a basic level of humility, and then build upon that, upon that. But then when one has attained that, he can come to even greater heights of humility and come to a more sublime level of being humble. The level of Moshe Rabbeinu, Anov so too, also, when once a person has the foundations of Kniya, he could work even greater at, at being able to earn greater heights of this very lofty and exalted Midah. I haven't even mentioned it. I've just given you a, a nice smattering of the understanding of what this, this Midah is all about. Always remember, what I've enlightened you, what I've aroused your mind to think about. Always keep them in your mind's eye. Constantly think about it. Try to acquire it. And make it part of your personality. This should be your new character. The new character should be someone who's always thinking about being humble, thinking about that who gives everything all the kaiches, all of the abilities, Kodesh gives. And the benefits of being humble. And Hashem should help him with it. And no, don't forget to always ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help you attain the level of humility. We ask Hashem for everything and anything. And we can and we must ask Hashem for everything. Even the fact that Hashem, I want to become closer to you. Hashem, I want to become more humble. That too we ask Hashem. Ask Him, request of Him, to become closer to Him, to come to do His will and ultimately the way He would like us to be. Maybe Hashem will accept our tefillahs and guide us in the right way, put us on the straight path. Where do we see we can have such a tefillah? It's a Gemara Mufureshes. It's a Gemara. Like we find the great pious ones used to daven this tefillah. The Hasidim used to daven it as a Chassid. As pious people, we say the words, hopefully we could connect at that point in Shemun Esrei, have some sort of concentration of what we're saying. But this is the famous tefillah which we mentioned three times a day after Shemun Esrei, which was coined by Mar Baravina. He used to say this tefillah daily. Eloikai, Hashem, Nitzor L'Shoyni Meira, guard my tongue from speaking evil. And my lips from speaking falsehood. And those 
that want to curse me, nafshi sidon. In other words, I should be under the radar. I should be like quiet. I should be silent to them. And if they already cursed me with the makalalite, nafshi sidon, I should be able to zip closed my lips. I shouldn't say anything back. I shouldn't respond. Nafshi sidon. I should be able to be doim, quiet. Venafshi ke'ofer la'koyotiyya. And let my soul be like dust to everyone. Now this is the Gemara in Brachas Yudzayim and Aleph tells us this was the Tefillah Mabra of Ashi. Teisus has an interesting pshat over there. Navo pshat. What he meant to ask is just like dust never ceases to be. Even if it gets pushed around from one place to another. But it's always somewhere. It always just travels around. So too he was asking that my children and grandchildren should also remain with continuity. I should be able to have continuity through my children. As Avram Avinu was told the bracha that your children will be like the dust of the earth. What does it mean like dust of the earth? Says Taisis, it means that they'll always be. We will always remain. Just like dust always remains, your children always remain. So that's a tefillah. But the Marsha says, we could say, which I think the Chavis of Abbas is bringing it here for that point, like dust. We should consider ourselves like dust before everyone else. Number one, let's be under the radar. Let's not boast. Let's not get recognition from other people. And if those who treat me like dust, I should be able to feel it. I should be able to accept it. There's two, two understandings we could explain over here. First is the great Reb Chaim Chaim Voloshin, we've quoted so often, as his son writes in Nagdoma, that one of the great traits that stood out about Reb Chaim Voloshin, obviously, besides his massive knowledge of Torah, was his humility. In terms of his personality, he was a tremendous honor. An extremely humble person, says Rebitzel of Voloshin about his father, Reb Chaim. So in Perik Dalit of Pekiyavah's Mishnah Aleph, talking about Anova, he says, we should try to not have people give us covet. Getting extra honor, getting extra respect, extra recognition could hamper a person's ability to gain in Chachma. They bring a mice about the Vilna Gain. There was once a, a Dibuk, a spirit that was flying around the Vardik. And he said some amazing things from the next world. One of the things he mentioned was that we know the Gemara and Sukkah tells us every generation has 36 hidden tzaddikim. 36 tzaddikim which are not really known the greatness of these tzaddikim. Some of them are not known at all. So this Dibuk, this spirit said that the Vilna Gain in Shemayim is in the list of the 36 great tzaddikim of the generation and he's number 3. He's third on the list. So they asked the Dibuk, what? The Vilna Gain? Oh, why, is he in, why is he in number one? I mean, he should be the top of the list. So the Dibuk said, it's because he's too well known. If he, if he wouldn't be as famous as he is, even in his lifetime, people knew about him, he would be even greater. So we can't even 
comprehend, we can't begin to understand the greatness of the Vilna Gaon. And he tried to keep it quietly. He never had an official position. He was never a rabbi. He never gave public speeches, similar to the Chazanish. But yet, his fame went beyond him. And he knew he had to teach Tamidim, he had to give of his Torah, so he had to let himself be known somewhat. Still a lot he covered up. But if he would have been even less known, had less recognition, he would have been even greater. Says Reb Chaim Velazhin, Venira, that's what Marbar Ravina was being bespal every day. Venafshi ke'ofer la'koyalti, I should be like dust. Psach libi b'serasecho. Because if I'm like dust, and not people don't know, I'm not famous, people don't recognize me and give me covet, I could have more Torah. Psach libi b'serasecho. I should be the next Shevaz Lehenei Abrilchol Abrias Kafer Mamish. They shouldn't give me covet. That's a tefillah that a person can daven for. We we ask on the Mevarach Machaydish. We say Chayim Shal Oishev Kavod. Oh, what is it? We want Oishev. We want covet. What are we asking for over here? Not so simple. I'd explain that that tefillah exactly. But that's one pshat in in the offer. A second pshat. If you thought that was a hard level to attain, that nah, we don't want any recognition. No fame, nobody should know about me. If you think that's hard, listen to what the Tamer Devira writes. The holy Ramak, Ramesha Cordeviro, the Kabbalist. He's explaining the various Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in Perak Aleph of Tamer Devira, he's explaining, Mikel Who is it like you, Hashem? You are a Melech Nelov. Hashem is a melech who lives with insult all the time. There are people, human beings, even those who recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even us, B'nai Yisrael, His beloved children, who constantly insult HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and He save elbowing, and He restrains Himself, and He tolerates all of the insult. We take mud, and we throw on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why is that? Because every time we do an Avera, who gives us the ability to do that Avera? Who allows us to walk? Who allows us to talk? Who allows us to see? Who allows us to hear? Who allows us to eat? And do an Avera? Kodesh Baruch So they bring here, and one of the Mepharshim and the Tamer Devera, bring a Medrash Tanchuma. Baishas Kisisa. We'll get to it in a couple of weeks. L'cha Hashem Atztako V'lonu Baishas Haponim. Says the Medrash. Kal Yisrael was in the Midbar. And they made an Egel Azov. They did not Avodah Zorah. And with the Avodah Zorah, they made a whole party. They made a, a Mishta and a dancing around Avodah Zorah. And they had a party with food. Says the Medrash. Where did they get the food from? They were in the desert. They were in the middle. Where did they get the food from? You know where it was from? The Mon Menashemayim. They're making a party for dancing around the Zorah, which they got killed for it. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, here's your daily ration of food, Rabbi Isai. Here's your Mon. They took the Mon, and they took it and smeared it in Debrish's face, Kaviyochol. That's what the Debrish says, Melech Elboin. He's a Melech which lives with insult. So, the reason why we learned these Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu says the time of the verse is that we should try to relate and connect to it. Well, Lach the Bedrochim to go in his ways. So, Venafshi Ka'ofer says the Reisha Chochmah. 
Vanavshika offer is that even someone who insults me, someone who tramples on me like I'm dust, I should behave like a Kodesh Baruch Hu and still do favors for him. Still ask him, can I do? Can I help you out? You need to ride somewhere maybe? Maybe can I loan you some money? Still we should do for that person. That's part of following in Hashem's way. So if a person has attained real humility, he'll realize even when somebody tramples on him like he's a piece of dust, pardon the expression, still we will treat that person with respect, we'll give back to him, we'll do for him. Rabbi Shol Salanta was known to be, uh, to excel at this media. Every Anyone who harmed him, anyone who wronged him, he would try to immediately find something to do a faith for that person. So was his humility. This is the type of avoid that we're trying to get to. Amir Hashem, the uh, we'll finish up Reza Hashem next time and then finish our Akniya. A good tenakra